Disclaimer, the podcast for newbie makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast should not necessarily reflect the opinion of the host and interviewee. The host and the guest speakers assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, the host makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. This episode is brought to you by JAVC Canada Tax and Accounting Services. If you need a free consultation, please send them an email at javcservices at gmail.com. Welcome to this episode. This is Kay, your friendly host of informative podcast for newbie. Hi guys, welcome to this new episode again of tax discussion. So we are not yet done with tax. And maybe for the month of February, we will tackle like a little bit of tax in preparation for you, especially the newcomers, to understand uh, what's going on with the tax. And today, I'm going to discuss with you about tax credits. Tax credits are uh, divided into two parts. One is non-refundable. Second is refundable tax credit. When you say non-refundable, meaning regardless of uh, even if your income is zero or you overpay your your taxes so meaning you only can refund whatever you paid if you don't have a zero income and then just exactly what it is and then you have more credits than what's uh, payable but then you paid less taxes it then CRA will not give it back to you so remember the CRA will only refund you with you your money that you overpay overpay them on plus the refundable tax credit so first up non-refundable tax credits all taxpayers can claim a basic non-refundable tax credit for their income tax known as personal amount so this amount is adjusted annually by the CRA um, to allow the inflation and other factors but for 2019 the personal amount is 12,069 
So how do you calculate this? They just give the total amount, but the 12,000, they will not deduct you from your income. What they will do is 12,069 multiplied by 15%, then that will be your tax credit. For example, you have a hundred thousand dollars. Let's say you're like, you know, you came here, you arrived in Canada, you were so lucky. You got a hundred thousand for for easy calculation. Then we have the twelve zero six nine multiplied by fifteen percent. So that will be one one thousand eight hundred ten. So meaning if you're like a single and then you don't have any other um, credits, then you will have that. So 100,000 minus 1810, then your taxable income becomes like 98,190, as simple as that. If you are like married with kids, then you will have additional credit. Or let's say your your partner, you have a common law partner who has zero income. Then you will have another credit for a head or as a head of the family. But the good thing right now is um, CRA or any tax preparation uh, clinic, whether it's a for free, whether you go for the payment with your accountant, it's already like calculated in the system. So all you need to do is like you know at least understand this so that like you know you can ask because sometimes not not all tax preparations are accountants that uh, like you know some of them they just learn it with the experience but not everything tax are like you know CRA keeps on changing the rules and the credits so once you know once you know like you know the credits that you are allowed to then you know what to ask with your tax preparer so that's 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 the tax uh, non-refundable credit called personal amount so so those are only like the basic basic ones and some of them they have the cpp those are like a bit like you know confusing when you're new to canada but at least like every person you are allowed to have that uh, personal tax credit but these tax credits only are available when you meet a specific condition. So, like, you know, it's either you call a CRA or you can go to the CRA website and go to Canada Revenue Agency's General Income Tax and Benefit Package. Or, like, you get a copy of your local post office. And I think during my first year here in Canada, I didn't know uh, because I, you know, I was reading my tax and business law before I came here uh, to prepare for my exam but it's different really when I prepare like you know my own taxes when I did the volunteer with the CRA very very good training uh, but then there is this book and maybe I'm not sure um, if it's still there but um, every year they they publish that book for like a specific year like for 2019 sometimes you can get it for free uh, from any shoppers drug marts or any other like outlets so maybe you can ask um, if you visit like you know the locations if they still have that booklet for 2019 then it's a very very good guide I, I got it for 2018 uh, 
when when I did my volunteering and it's a good guy because you know that the tax act it's just like so broad and there're just so many things and when I do my volunteering and prepare my tax preparation uh, with like the low income people it's every person have different situations so um, then we can go back there and like you know the questions and the good thing with um, with the tax preparation with the CRA is they have a specific number for us to call so we don't call the normal number that I've shared with you um, in my last episode so we have this specific number just for us so they allot those people to answer those questions because um, you know we, we do it if it's a weekday then we, they can just answer it specifically at the right moment at the right time right so um, next one is a very interesting one it means the refundable tax credits very few very few um gst hst credit and then the working income tax credit so uh, some provinces also offer refundable tax credits that apply to provincial and territorial income tax so what's new in 2018 um a couple of uh, people that I spoke uh, to, like, you know, I, I every day I use, like, Lyft or Uber just to go, like, you know, when I chat. And then um, they don't even know what a climate uh, incentive credit is. So what happened now that um, they've created this credit because of the, the carbon tax that they're going to add, um, like, you know, to every... Uh, every time you buy your petrol so the CRE has given us that in advance uh, because it will like you know increase our bills for any gas emissions kind of, of product so not only the fuels or anything that like you know has an effect in the climate they're, they're adding the, the tax on that so they're giving it to us in advance so that like you know it's some kind of an incentive for us uh, like you know it's a bit help for us not to shoulder everything for all those uh, uh, tax so that's what happened now let me tackle what is a GST right um, okay so what is your like you know a GST uh, needed for, for that so to get a GST or agency credit, you need to file your tax return, especially for 2019. Even if you have not received an income in that year, even it's zero income. So if you are a newcomer to Canada and you want to get the GST or HST credit, you need to fill up the form, as I mentioned in my previous episode, form RC151 called GST HST Credit Application for Individuals Who Become Residents of Canada for the year that you became a resident of Canada. For more information for Newcomers to Canada, go to Newcomers to Canada or see pamphlet P4055 Newcomers to Canada. Like Service Canada's uh, most of the settlement organization they know about this because I don't know when I arrived even though that I'm an accountant but I didn't know about the GST credit right because um, we have uh, I'm only studying like the federal basic federal like you know taxation here in Canada before I came here 
But the good news is, let's say you forgot, right? You settle in, you arrive, you forgot to, to, to do the, the GST, HST. So then you have up to three years to ask for a retroactive payment, okay? I repeat, you have up to three years to ask for a retroactive payment. This is like, this is a good news for us. If you have not filed, let's say, your 2017, your 2018 tax returns within three-year period, you can you can actually send a request to CRA under a tax payer relief provisions of Income Tax Act. For more information, you just go to Tax Payer Relief on their website provisions or RC information circular 1C07-1 taxpayer relief provisions. So, uh, but for the deceased recipient, the GST, HST credit entitlement ends the quarter following the date of the death. For the deceased recipient, it's the end of the quarter following the date of death. But anyway, like CR is very, very helpful. You can always give them a call depending on what situation you're in. So I'm not being morbid here, but so I will not discuss further for um, about like the disease. But yeah, so that's what that's what happened. And then work income tax credit. So this one, it's very difficult to get the work income tax credit. So once... Um, for 2018, I believe, like the way I understood that is, <clears throat> if your income, if your taxable income is 12,000 and below, you get this. This is a really, really good tax credit because it's the biggest credit that I've ever, like you know, calculated when I did my tax uh, clinic um, with CRA. But then, like you know the the higher your income, I think once in 2018, once you reach up to 25,000, then it's like, it's like, it's gone. <clears throat> so if your income is above 12,000, so like they, they, they basically give you bracket, like a certain percentage to give you that. But like, yeah, if your income is really, really low, this is really good for you. So both working income tax credit, both um, like and the climate action incentive is like in the software we need to click it right if your tax preparer forgot to click it then you won't get that let's say there's just one tiny box that I forgot like do you want to claim the incentive the climate incentive yes or no it's just a matter of like clicking it or choosing that in the software but if I forget that then you would lose that you would lose that um, but yeah it's fine you even if you make a mistake let's say for 2018 you forgot your uh, you forget to claim your um, climate action incentive please please do so because it's like a $300 for, for a couple right so in every province it's like I think it's Alberta is the biggest so later I'm going to discuss that uh, with you so that's what happened.
Welcome back to our episode for the tax credit. So I want to discuss now the climate action incentive, right? Like the famous one. It's a new thing. Although they remove a lot of uh, credits uh, before, now they added this. Like, you know, I'm thankful that they added this so that, like, you know, at least it can be a relief for our, um, or like, you know, taxes that we're paying here in Canada. The Climate Action Incentive Payments consist of a basic amount and a 10% supplement for residents of small and rural communities. This payment may reduce your amount payable or increase your refund when you file your income tax and benefit return. So who can claim this? Only one person per family you or your spouse or common law partner can claim the CAI or Climate Action Incentive Payment. The tip here, I what I like is um, in, in 2018, I tried it with myself and, and, and like, you know, my, my, my husband. So the trick here is whoever is the lowest income, put all the credits there. Because, like, you know, the higher percentage they'll give me. So, I, I, I did this, like, uh, as a trial and error with, uh, with, like, you know, myself, like, you know, myself and my husband, and then which one is better. So, that's the good thing if, like, you have a partner, because you can actually do an income splitting while doing the, the tax, like, legally. And CRA always recommend us that um, the lowest uh, income partner should claim all the credits so that you can maximize all the credits from the government so okay that is legal that is part of the income that the tax so not everyone like you know knows the tricks so once you know all of this then ask your tax preparer or your accountant to like you know put it in the lowest uh, uh, member of your you can claim the CAI payment if on December 31st, 2019, you were a resident of Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and Ontario. So the farther you are from the city, the higher because that's the one, right? So there's a 10% um, additional if you live like a little bit farther. And at the same time, it's very strict. You are 18 years of age or older, or if younger than 18, so long as you had a spouse or a common law partner, or were a parent who lived with their child. You cannot claim the CAI payment if at any time in 2019 you were any of the following. A non-resident of Canada, confined to a prison or a similar institution for a period of at least 90 days during the year, an officer or servant of the government of another country, such as a diplomat or you were a family member who live with such a person or an employee of such a person. And lastly, a person for whom a children's special allowance was Payable. Like if you have a, a special children, so you're not allowed to receive this one. Note from the CRA, 
a person who passes away before April 1, 2020 is not eligible to claim the CAI payments. Like in 2018, it should be like, you know, 365 you'll be here. But if you're a newcomer, you arrive here on the January 2nd, then you're not allowed. You're not allowed because you're missing like a day of a year. So that's how strict they were in, um, in for the newcomers amount for other persons so depending on your personal situation you could be eligible to claim the CAI payment for certain family members or dependents as well as the 10% supplement for residents of small and rural communities amount for eligible spouse and common law partner uh, you must be married or in a common law partnership on December 31 2019 so most of the time it's the 90-day period so let's say uh, you get married Okay, so even if you get married or to become a common law, to declare a common law, okay, take note of the tax implication. Even if you plan to separate, you also take note of the tax implication. You die, there is a tax implication. So 90 days, 90 days period is always, it's always the time. So like if you notice a while ago, death before april 1st that's like a 90 day uh window as well right even for the death and then even for like the common law the partnership so i find that 90 day period so in any um situation you are in so take note of the number 90 days okay you get married as like whoever dies so that's 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 all it is if you are a single parent uh, with qualified dependents, uh, you also have uh, not married or in common law partnership. Then you have a child or a dependent who meets all the conditions of a qualified dependent. If you shared custody, like you separated, but you shared the custody of your dependent, only one person can claim the incentive. Okay, so it's just like uh, with a partnership as well. Supplement for residents of small rural communities. To claim this, you must reside outside of the census metro- metropolitan area CMA on December 31st, 2019. So let's say you move, right? You move in between the dates. So, but then you are here on December 2019. So let's say I'm, I live in Toronto. Then uh, I move a little bit farther of Ontario then I will use that new address because it says here on December 31st that will be your address then you get a higher uh, incentive compared to those people who's living in the city so the CMA there's like a list in there so normally in the software um, they list like you know uh, I will just click the CD if I like you know I'll go for the tax preparation uh, clinic with CRA and I'll just click which which city you are in and then it will calculate so you don't you don't worry about it but it's, this is just like for your general information to understand this new tax um, credit that can reduce or increase your refund how much you can expect alright right now for Alberta Alberta is the highest because they have like you know um, uh, I think a very good uh, area there the basic amount now is 
four okay that's for like you know for the couples i believe and then spouse of oh it's increased now then 222 111 for a qualified dependence and single parents qualified dependence amount is 222 for saskatchewan basic amount is 405 wow that's big one it's about 300 plus only uh, 260 i believe in 2018 and now the common law is 202, 101, 202 for single parents, Manitoba 243, Ontario 224. Oh yeah, that's correct. And the spouse, yeah, it's the same. 336, yeah, it's the same. For Ontario, still the same. And qualified dependents amount is 56. Single parents qualified dependents amount is 112. So this amount is just the basic but the, it, it does not include any supplement like you know the 10 percent so you you can add the the, the 10 percent so to claim this you need to complete of course your 2019 income tax and benefit return uh complete the schedule like you know there was a schedule there in the return so your tax preparer will do that for you normally it's available in tax software package or send your like a file your return to Canada Revenue Agency. This payment will automatically apply to your balance owing for the year. If applicable, it may increase the amount of any refund you're entitled to. Like um, even if you're of a zero income, then you will have like um, you will have that refund to your name, including your GST. But not the working income tax benefit because of course you don't have an income so you don't you're not working so um, I think the top tips here is uh, you can still work I believe um, in a year but the working income tax there is there's a minimum there's a minimum and there's also a cap okay so I can discuss that uh, with you farther because it's a bit tricky when when you do that okay so stay tuned guys. discussion so next one is about Canada workers benefit they called it now as CWB previously we, we called it as working income tax benefit for 2019 and subsequent taxation years the budget proposes to introduce the Canada workers benefit an enhanced version of the working income tax benefit so all the data that I'm reading right now is based on the Canada.ca revenue-agency programs or you can google it to like you know whatever topic that you like so the WITB is a refundable tax credit that supplements the earnings of low-income workers and improves work incentive for low-income Canadians so they proposed that the new name Canada Workers Benefit or CWB will be equal to 26% of each dollar of earned income over 3000 so there's a cap I said so there is a cap of your income and then um, so the maximum credit so it, you should have an income of minimum 3000 and if you are a single, maximum 
12,820. And then if you have like, you know, without children. But with, if you have like a dependence, it's like, you know, increased to 17,025. So you multiply it like 26% of that. But then the credit maximum is 1,355. So it's like the biggest credit that like, you know, can be refunded to you. So, but they, you know, above this, then you don't get it. So, the good thing here, I think, the system here in Canada, the way I find it is they balance out, like, you know, the lower income you get, the higher benefits you have from the government, and then the higher income you have, the less benefit you get, because, yeah, technically, you can actually, like, you know, support yourself. Um, that's, that's what I like to hear, but yes, um, um, knowing that there are really people who will abuse the system but then it's up to them if they want to stay in the 17,000 um, mark of income or like 12,000 if you're single or some people really don't just declare their income properly because they're doing a cash job so there's pros and cons so you better speak to your to your accountant how to do that maximize your your credit maximize your refund okay so this amount really change um to inflation like you know after the 2019 taxation year so for 2020 definitely this this will change so the parameters for cwb may differ for residents of provinces or territories that enter into reconfiguration agreements with federal agreements so this is a bit um complicated and like for us newcomers we don't really need to dig deeper um, so far currently the federal calculation applies to residents of all provinces and territories other than Nunavut, British Columbia Alberta and Quebec so if you are in Ontario you're lucky you have that working income tax benefit but take note um, there's like a box in the software that you have to click this as well right so you better mind your um, your accountant or tax preparer okay and also if like you know you are disabled they called it now disability tax credit and cwb may also receive like you know uh, another disability supplement but normally if you are like disabled they normally ask like you know a certification from your doctor about this and there's like a form to be signed and sworn by your um, uh, service provider so they proposes the amount of seven hundred dollars in 2019 so take note you got like thirteen hundred dollars there on top and then if you're disabled you get like seven hundred dollars again it will be reduced by 12 percent or six percent of both spouses partners are eligible for the supplement so let's say both of you are um wanted to have like you know disabled and wanted to, to get the credit so it it reduced to like 50 50 but this one uh, it has a bigger cap of income i didn't see any minimum income here so the maximum income is 24,111 for singles without children and then for families maybe like the head of the family or with spouse it necessarily with the dependents 36,483 so um yeah pretty much pretty much fair um the cra that gives to um whoever is eligible for this disability credit 
and also the same thing the parameters here um, other other provinces but of course except Nunavut, British Columbia, Alberta and Quebec so no extra refund so that's why in the website they just put the GST and then the working income like you know that incentive plan but this one is a bit like tricky right so not everybody can can avail this one so uh, that's pretty much it that I wanted to share with you and another one another new thing not everybody knows this now so no they, they created a, like a credit and most of the residents they don't like even me as in the finance or accounting field um, they normally invite people like you know when they do the budget and then for the tax they, they normally invite people to like you know uh, raise your opinion during that time so there are limited seats and if you're a newcomer and like you know you want to be involved about it and understand budget because you will start paying the tax here federally and provincially so um, it will be your own benefit to understand the system and at the same time uh, raise your voice if you have a concern uh, because at the end of the day they do budget depending on the needs and um, whatever projects uh, allotted for like you know the next year you normally finish the budget and, and i believe the meeting normally happens around the months and they send the invites around july august that like you know they will have like the first meeting for the budget so um, normally in the community centers your PMs, so um, yeah, if, if you go to them, like you know, they can like, let you in and then be, you, you attend those meetings. So, now another good news is Canada training credit limit for 2020. Okay, this refundable tax credit will be available for eligible tuition and other fees paid for courses taken in 2020 so that's gonna be the future and subsequent taxation years hopefully they won't change this but so far as of the moment that's added for 2020 the credit will be the lesser of the individual's canada training credit limit for the taxation year and half of the eligible tuition and fees paid to an eligible educational institution in respect of the year so starting 2019 an individual can accumulate 250 dollars in each year up to the maximum of 5,000 in a lifetime guys so this is really really good so that's an additional credit provided you satisfied of course the following conditions one of course you need to file your tax the age is not 18, it's 25 years old and under 65 years old at the end of the year, okay? So your cutoff is December 31st, 2020. A resident in Canada throughout the year. So normally when they introduce some credits, they do that like 365. It's like, you know, the way I find when they change like taxes. Uh, but of course, 
when they cut it off they just like cut it off in july or a certain month but then they want to give us money so then it will be like 365 to be here like throughout the year okay have a total of ten thousand dollars or more of income including income from the office from an office or employment self-employment employment insurance maternity like you know when you go for maternity leave you got an ei so that's part of that parental benefits or provincial parental insurance benefits the taxable part of scholarship income and research grant okay because there are some people like you know who avail those grants a tax exempt part of earnings of status indians and emergency service volunteers and income under the wage earner protection program act and last one have individual net income for the year that does not exist okay let's say you're like you know for the third tax bracket 147,667 so that's the maximum like you know the third bracket for 2019 so this is really really a good news so um i have a sample calculation here you you will just need to input that one and then the way the way so as long as yeah, if your income is under a thousand then you get the 250 simple as that but if your income is hundred fifty thousand you can you can do that but let's say you have an income of twelve thousand but you are 24 years old you cannot do that so depends so you need to you must meet their all the requirements like hundred percent right if you don't live here throughout the year even if you're a newcomer you arrive in february you don't have this one so it's it's a bit tricky when you have something like this and then um it's a good learning for us that uh, the, the cra uh has uh like you know introduces this new tax credit aside from the climate action incentive so now that you get some basic information about the tax credit and refundable tax credit hopefully you get a higher refund this year and of course many people celebrate getting a large refund thinking of it as a surprise bonus what it really means is that more of your money was collected for income tax than necessary so careful tax planning can help ensure that you send only the amount necessary in advance tax payment okay a tip from the CRA some people like to think of the tax refund as a type of savings plan same with me if you receive a tax refund save it or at least most of it it's money you have not spent through the year so use it to pay down debt or add to your investment and save at least as much in the next year even if you can cut back your tax deduction or installments so you see a um, very very good tip from the CRA thank you guys for listening hope you enjoy this episode and learn something new on how to increase or reduce your tax payment for 2019 and start planning for your 2020 
talk to you next week. This is your host, Kay Carol. God bless.